Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. I'm known as the Mental MacGyver. My doctorate is in organizational business psychology with a concentration of sport and performance. And I provide luxury level, high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Shell Shapiro. She's a marketing strategist for wellness coaches and consultants and recognized as one of the top 15 LinkedIn experts in New York City as well as the author of the book, Loving Yourself Isn't Selfish. I have Rick Alcantara. He does public relations, digital marketing, and crisis communications at Rick Alcantara Consulting. And I have Laura Agafidi. She is a strategy and design consultant for the health and wellness industry. The question I have today, how do you decide if you should work something out with someone or simply cut ties? Rick, kick us off. Well, uh, Robin, I'll look at this from a business perspective. Uh, I think if it, the situation becomes untenable, if it's somebody that you're trying to work with and it just becomes impossible, it's probably time to cut ties. Uh, for example, many years ago, I hired a, a graphic designer of all things. It was somebody I met. Uh, I really liked the work that she did in print um, and she did some great work for me on print, but I hired her then to do work for a website because she said she could do it. And then uh, when uh, she gave me the work and I handed it off to the programmer, he said, it's not possible to do what she's looking for. And then when I came back to her and said, hey, I need to make changes, she just went. Uh, cold. Uh, and when I finally got in touch with her, she just basically refused to make changes and just said that the client should appreciate her artwork. And I just decided, to, no, that wasn't going to work. <laughs> the same situation, you know, if it's a client and you're in, you know, you're just finding that they're not being responsive, they're not paying their bills on time, you know, you're giving them advice, they're not following the advice. Uh, again, it's probably time to cut loose that client. Fair. Laura? Yes, I think for me, the approach, obviously, depending on the context, uh, would be to assess the situation first. I like to give chances, at least one chance to the person if I see the behavior is not appropriate or it's not what I expect, and uh, just discuss clearly, like, this is what's happening and this is why it's not working. And based on that, I'm just looking then at the behavior and uh, I enter into an observation uh, space where I just for a while just look and see if there's any changes. If there are not changes, obviously I will uh, cut loose and I will not deal with the situation anymore. But I like to give people second chances just to make sure. Mm -hmm. But if it keeps occurring and I see the same pattern coming all over again, yes, I, I do the same because then there's no point in wasting anybody's time. Uh, Laura, I love what you said about giving somebody a second chance. Um, for me, I can relate to that. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt um, that they're coming from a good place and that they aren't just blatantly not doing what they've agreed to do or showing up in a certain way. And this is personal and professional. Um, on a professional side, I when I work with clients, Sometimes I can't see based on one or two interactions with them, what their energy is going to be like, what they're going to bring to the table. If somebody tells me they're hundred percent committed to doing something, and then we get a, a week, two weeks, three weeks in, and I see they're not really putting any effort in, or I'm going to go back to them and ask them why. And I want to make sure that we're both in on the same playing field, really, uh, to know that we're communicating what we're expecting of each other and see, making sure that we're still working towards the same goals. And if something's changed that they haven't communicated with me, like then, then we both need to go back to the drawing board and change before I just, okay, I see you're not putting any effort into this, what's going on. So I give them the benefit of the doubt that like, 
something hasn't been communicated to me. But sometimes after many communications, if I see that they're saying that they want one thing and they're still not working towards it, or there's still something that we can't get through, then there's probably a situation where we can like, hey, this isn't working out. There's something here. And although I do think that I can help you, now may not be the right time. And we can go in our separate ways. And I will still support them, but in a, or offer the support in a much lesser capacity where I don't feel like I'm giving as much energy or much as much of myself, but and still keeping it on my side of the fence. So I want to give people the benefit of the doubt first and foremost, but I also want to be realistic with what they signed up for. And mm. on a personal side, I, I grew up very like we switched classes every year. I always had a different set of friends around me. And so I made a lot of acquaintances, people that I would for the year or the term consider close ties with because we were always together doing the work or like bonding over and gossiping over things. But like after that ended and we went on to the next thing, they would just become acquaintances. We weren't as close. And over the years, I've realized that those people, some of them I could keep in my close circle and some of them made sense just to keep at a distance because they didn't ever get to see the real me. So mm. I, I can see it from both a professional and a personal standpoint. So thank you for allowing us to have this conversation. Yeah. I feel like for me, professionally, it, it's kind of easy. Like I can tell when the relationships become unbalanced or when it's just not working or it's not beneficial. And that's whether I am the person, the client, or I am the vendor. I can tell when it's unbalanced. It's like, yeah, this isn't really working. And I feel like it's easier to cut ties professionally because you can just say, oh, you know, this isn't working. We're going in a different direction. Mm -hmm. I think personally, it's a lot harder and I'm definitely that person who, as I've gotten older, has have become less tolerant of people who expect me to set myself on fire to keep them warm. Whereas I used to be, let me do all kinds of hijinks to try and make you happy. Now I'm like, doesn't look like I'm a good friend for you. So let me just step back. Do you find that to be true for you that it's easier professionally to draw that line than it is personally? I think when you get older, it's a little easier because you're just like, I just don't have time. I don't have patience. I just don't want to deal with this. I've been there, done that. Don't want to do it again. I've been burned before. I don't want to happen a second time. I think a little bit too is uh, you might there be a degree of tolerance too. And are you aligning kind of what you're trying to accomplish in your personality with other person's goals and personality? I find sometimes, at least earlier in my career, it was sometimes difficult for me to align with folks who are very just focused, linear focused, especially a lot of tech guys are just like, it's got to be A, B, C, D. If you want to go A, B, and then D, it's never going to happen. So I always found it very easy for me to, to relate to, to uh, creative folks. It was a little bit more difficult for me to align with the folks who were just like very straight line focused. So I had to kind of change my kind of approach to it. So I could kind of understand what they were going to put out there, mm. what my expectations were, and try to align the two and see hey, how do we get to the common goal. Makes sense. Yeah. Professionally, I think it is easier to cut ties um, because I know more clearly now what my boundaries are, what I will and won't do, and what I'll accept and tolerate from other people. Um, and I'm also very clear with people that I will match their energy. When I say that, I don't mean that I'm not going to be overly enthusiastic because I do get really excited about things and that comes across when I speak with people. But I can't expect that of other people to match my energy all the time. And so when it comes to working together, whether you're the client or I'm your client or some combination of the two, I can never want something more than you want it. 
So I will match you in that. And if you're not giving or meeting me at least halfway, then I will pull back and, and cut the cord. Um, I might still keep you at an arm's length, but like I said before, I won't keep you in my inner circle. I won't keep you like right there if you can't handle it. Makes sense. Laura, what do you think between the professional and the personal? Yeah, I was just listening to everybody. And for me, it's a bit uh, harder to have to say I'm in a much better place now, but uh, it was a hard time for me to put those boundaries up. So when I started, I kind of get swamped right in and I was taking everything so personally to the point that I felt that because they didn't, some clients didn't see my value. I felt like that was, that was the validation that I'm not good enough. So I struggled mm-hmm. with that for some time. So I started working on my mindset and uh, I'm better, definitely much better. But uh, I think I think it takes time and practice to set those boundaries. And the more you show up and the more you are, you know who you are and uh, how to make those lines definitely helps. And it's, it's good for your sanity, you know, because mm-hmm. otherwise it's just a wild world right out there and it's just not worth it. Definitely it's not worth it. So I'm still learning, but uh, I agree that, you know, for your health, for your mental health should be easier to cut off professionally rather than just keep on going and hurt yourself. It's, it's, there's no point. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think there's a gut feeling that goes with it too. Rick, you made the point that as you've gotten older, you've gotten better at that gut feeling of being like, I just don't have time for this. And I, Mm -hmm. I think that's true for me too. I've learned to recognize oh, this is not going a good direction. I need to cut it off now. So thank you for having this conversation with me. That is our 10 minutes. Sorry, Rick. I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.